Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. This is your host, Lisa Tomey. Today, our guest will be the Michelle Lynette. And believe me, you don't want to miss this. Our guest today is Michelle Lynette. She is going to talk to us about her book, Poetic Soul, and so much more. Welcome, Michelle. Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast and YouTube. This is your host, Lisa Tomey. I am so happy to welcome our guest today, the Michelle Lynette, all the way from Houston, Texas. Goodness, we know Houston's been through a lot lately, so my heart <laughs> prayers go out to y'all as you continue to recover from all Thank the you. storm. Well, Michelle, I know that you have done a lot to, I guess it's called reinventing yourself or coming out into the world with your poetry and your purpose. And I would love to hear all about what Michelle is about. So if you want to just jump in and tell us, go right ahead. Okay. I am the Michelle Lynette, and I started writing back when I was 18 years old. It started with a punishment that I had received from my grandmother, and it came from me being, you know, a little bit on the disrespectful side uh, to my aunt. And so my aunt, she went, she let my grandmother know that I was being verbally disrespectful to her. And as a result of that, my grandmother put me on punishment. Unfortunately, the punishment felt like forever. I was on punishment for a week and she took everything away from me that could be any form of entertainment for me. The only time that I could come out of my room is when I either had to eat or, you know, have a bath. Aside from that, I could not come out. And of course, it was during the summertime. So it's not like I had the escape of school, um, you know, to take me away from the punishment. And one day I was just sitting in the room, just my thoughts and myself. And I started to notice a lot of words coming to my mind and it felt like I needed to write those things down. And so I got a pencil and a tablet and I started to write. And in that moment, that's when I realized I had a hidden talent for writing. My first poem is actually in my book from that time. And so it's actually called uh, Look What You've Done to Me. That was my very first poem that I wrote at 18. And so I'm in my 40s now. So that kind of says a lot that I was able to write in that way at 18 years old. So I guess you can say I was a little bit more ahead of my time back then, but for it to make it to my book several years later uh, speaks volumes about how I write when I'm either going through something or I've seen someone go through something or I've just kind of been inspired by something in the world. I can just pull from that that place and just write. Um, aside from my writing, I, I am also a mother. I have two girls and I have one son. 
I also am a grandmother and I know that may not look like it, but I am. And my, my grandson, he's almost two years old. And so, you know, he's been a pleasure to have around in our family. Um, my daughter's in her second year of college. And then my son is his fresh, freshman year in high school. And then my daughter, she's, you know, she's still in elementary. So we keep busy. My kids, they know what I do, but they're not heavily involved because they're in their own worlds, but they definitely show their appreciation towards me for what it is that I do. And they see me work. They see what I'm I'm doing. And what I'm choosing to do is not only use um, my writing as a form of building what I would like to call my empire, but I also have other talents that I'm utilizing as well. I also come from the theater world where I've been in quite a, a few plays. I've worked with a local production here in Houston entitled AWJ Production um, with the, the owner and theater director, Miss Annie Johnson. And she now has her plays on Amazon Prime. So if you Google her, um, you will see some of her work there. I'm, I'm not on that platform because I started very early with her, but these are her most recent plays that she's done and they're on Amazon Prime. So just kind of check her out when you get time to um, see her work. I always call her the female Tyler Perry. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, she's, she's good. And I am a philanthropist as well. I love dealing with uh, the elder community. And that's because I have a soft spot for them being that I was raised by my grandparents. And so for the past five years, um, my children and I, we have gone to elder communities and we've taken gifts and we've taken treats over to the elder community at the holiday season. And I chose to do that simply because I want them to know that there's someone always thinking about them, even for those who don't have family uh, to be around them during such a, a special time. And um, aside from working with them, I also um, give back to mothers and children who are living in shelters. And that's because I am a mother and I have children. And so I always think about the woman when she's going through something, especially if she's a single woman and she's trying to take care of her kids, uh, the things that she goes through. And unfortunately, they may have been put in a situation to where they have been displaced, either from financial hardship or being in an unhealthy relationship that may have caused her herself or her uh, with children being in, in a place like that. So um, I take clothes to those places just for them to have um, throughout the year. And it's something that I love doing. And I am also working on trying to get um, a 501c3 so that I could grow it to a very large scale to be able to touch every uh, senior community here in Houston, along with doing more for women and children who are living in shelters. And I also am a motivational person by nature. I love to inspire people. And so I've, I'm finding myself um, moving in that direction to where I am listening to people talk, 
and I pick up things from them and I just inspire them from that point in hopes that they take from that and they go forward in their life to um, meet the best versions of themselves. <laughs> it's kind of like being a life coach in a way. Um, people need to hear from people who have had success in their life to inspire them that they can also do mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. And it's so with your poetry, you know, the women who are in the shelter benefit as well as the seniors benefit from hearing your words. Absolutely. The thing is, life happens to all of us, mm-hmm. you know, and some are stronger than others. And some of us have the ability to navigate our way pretty smoothly. And then you have those of us who don't have a clue as to what to do and they need some form of guidance. And so for me, I I enjoy doing that. I really, really enjoy doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think me having a lot of life tragedies happen to me very young and still be able to make it to this point in life and want to have better for myself, want to have better for my children and be the example to them to leave a legacy behind. Um, I think it's needed, mm-hmm. not just for our kids, but for people in general, just to see that you're not in this world by yourself. There right. is somebody that's relatable to you and could be a light for you to see that there is light at the end of the tunnel when you're going through the darkest stages of your life. And so um, I think I've been very fortunate to be able to stand present today and be able to share my and encourage other people and help them as well. That's highly inspirational. That's wonderful. Now tell us about your book, The Poetic Soul. I would love to hear how this um, all came about, your background on that. Sure. So Poetic Soul, Unspoken Roots, is a a collection of inspirational poetry. It's pulled from many different directions, from the way of the world as we are today, from politics um, to pain, love, forgiveness, having peace in your life. So it's a little bit of life experiences, not just from me completely, but from others, you know, from me pulling from somebody else's life and uh, telling a story of inspiration. And the book is 12 years old. I I wrote it 12 years ago. And what I did was I re-released it as an anniversary edition collector's item. And I added a few more poetry pieces to the body of work that I've already done. And I've also added some images there. And I did that to take new people who are learning about me. I took them um, on a journey with me, basically to take you back to my past where it started and then bring you up to where I am today uh, with the work and of course to share where I'm going. And so um, I think it's a wonderful collection of work that many people can possibly find themselves in there or know someone that can relate to something that I've said in there and, and share it with them. Absolutely. I really like the cover. The cover just really is an attraction to the book. It would make me, if I were in a bookstore, I would want to pick it up. That's absolutely beautiful work. Thank you. And I can tell you the story behind uh, the cover. Originally, when I was 
working on the cover design, I wanted the image to reflect the title. And Poetic Soul, Unspoken Roots, it's about, you know, a woman who has many stories embedded in her and she wants to be able to tell her story. And so what I wanted to do originally was uh, sit underneath a tree. I wanted an image of a woman sitting under a tree, uh, a very large tree with her hands um, embedded in the soil of the earth with vines coming up her arms, which would represent the roots of her. Unfortunately, uh, the pre-work that was done on that particular design did not resonate um, the way that I wanted it to. And so I got with my graphic designer, I explained to her what it was that I was going for. And she pulled a, a couple of drafts together, sent it to me. And when I saw this uh, piece of work, I, I was sold. I, I was completely mm -hmm. sold on on this. And I, I want to just kind of share a little bit, you know, how the artwork is, kind of tell the story. You know, I want to mm -hmm. tell the story of what this woman represents. This is definitely a woman of strength. Uh, she's a powerful woman. She's strong. She's very intellectual. She has had some life experiences and she has a story to tell. So this greenery that you see right here, it's a tree mm -hmm. and the tree represents who she is. It's her tree of life. And as you see these branches, they're supposed to represent the roots. Of, and these are, these are her stories. These are the stories that are all through her. She's just one poetic soul. She, the, mm -hmm. just the soul of a woman who just yes. has things that she wants to say. And, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, it was represented well. It was represented very well. My graphic designer who did this, her name is, is Tony, and she's with Art Addicts. And uh, she can be found on social media. And she just did an absolutely amazing job. I was very proud of the work and I wanted it to represent what was written in the book along with the title of the book. And I think she translated that very well. Yes, she did. I'm, I'm very impressed. Mm -hmm. I was wondering if you could read one of your pieces of poetry from your book. Sure, absolutely. I'm going to pull from the love section of the book and it's entitled Sensational You. And this is about this 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 particular poem is about how um, you know a woman is highly you know just in like she's very in like with um, this man that really makes her feel good and she's kind of finding herself really slipping into really liking him and just the way that he is is how. He makes her feel so i'm going to get into it just so you can kind of get an idea of um the piece and it reads there are so many different things that i simply adore about you from the sensational touch that you give that makes me yearn to love you 
I can't help but to smile when I think of your exotic style. The way that you embrace me with your charm makes me so secure when I'm wrapped tight in your masculine arms. Your complexion is like a caramel sundae that I can't wait to taste. The thought that I get from this has me tintillating in the waist. Your persona is so different yet unique. You're as sensational as a butterfly that flies to the wind's beat. I want to mix my sensuality with yours underneath a canopy. You're more than just a man. You're everything that I need. Come, take me by the hand and love me unconditionally. To the melodies of hummingbirds, sounds of waterfalls, hum the bass of your voice against my ear walls. And I will open up my saxophone so you can play my notes to the stars above. You will become me and I will become you. And we will join as one for the sensational you. I really love that poem. Um, I, your metaphors are just amazing. Um, Thank you. I, yeah, I think I probably have read this one maybe at least three or four times now because um, I just find it so appealing and I'm a big fan of a wonderful metaphor. So I really like that. Um, of course, it made me want a caramel sundae, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> and you can take that as a metaphor or not. But it's, yeah, definitely, definitely very well done. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for reading that. Mm -hmm. I feel like my day is already made. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> so, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, um, and um, you had some other poetry I know um, that I know you'd like to share. But before we do that, is there anything else that um, you would like to share? Well, I do have some other projects in the pipeline that I'm currently working on. Um, I have a cookbook that I'm looking to release later this summer. I'm very, very excited about it. Um, it's my favorite meals with a mm -hmm. twist to it. So it's it's going to be a nice blend of things that um, I've eaten as a child, you know, kind of pulling from my grandmother's recipes and my grandfather's and then just my favorite dishes alone with my spin to it. And so I'm very excited about it. I'm looking forward to releasing it um, later this summer. And I've been working on it for the past year i'd have to say because you know you you have to make sure everything lines up the way that you want especially if you're teaching people how to cook yes. <laughs> and so um <laughs> it's been pretty fun so far yeah. it's, it's been fun and i was supposed to release my memoir in the fall but because of covid um and the way that i wanted to release the memoir i decided to postpone it to 2022 because I'm so specific with how I want that release to be. I've sure. never seen this actually done at an author release party. And so I want to do it. And um, I wanted to, I want the people to be upfront with me to be able to have that experience. And mm -hmm. it's gonna involve a little theater. So with that being said, it nice. is pushed off until 2022 <laughs> because, okay. um, you know, things are still 
um, somewhat shut down here. Nothing's fully open completely. Right. And so I don't want to have do anything with that. I want it to be exactly how I envisioned it. So I'm pushing it off, which is, I'm fine with that. Um, and I'm also uh, working on a children's book with my daughter. Nice. So, yeah, those are the, as far as the writing part, that's what I'm doing. And, okay. um, and I'm touching a bit into um, my clothing line, which I did do a soft, very soft launch um, with that. I have some uh, merchandise on my website, um, mm -hmm. the Michelle Lynette brand. And it's definitely, I'm a multi-brand uh, company where I dabble into different things. And so I have the baseball cap that's on my website, um, along with the book. I have um, the t-shirts that are there. And so I have some more stuff coming out very soon. Again, I've been working, um, on these things and it takes time because I'm extremely picky about things and I will tweak and tweak things until I completely, you know, like them before I kind of let them out. So I am having um, the Michelle Lynette brand come out with more things and the pieces will be things that represent the kind of woman that I am and women like mm -hmm. me. So it'll be okay. a mixture of um, casual to luxury apparel. Nice. That's lovely. I look forward to that. And I'm a I'm a fan of a good memoir, so I'm looking forward to when your memoir comes out. So I'll put, keep a watch on that. I know Thank I you. checked on your Facebook page and I saw some pictures of some of the foods that looks like they're going to be in your cookbook and I'm real excited about that. I have a yes. friend that writes a lot of cookbooks and I know she'll mm -hmm. be interested in seeing those as well. Yes, it's been, it's really been fun. I'd have to say the pandemic was, you know, it was not the best experience for a lot of us, but it allowed some very important doors that needed to be open for a lot of people to go ahead and open. Because, mm -hmm. you know, when you're busy with life and you have your day-to-day -day activities, Generally, we don't sit down long enough to embrace the, the importance of being quiet and being still yes. and being able to connect because we're just so busy. So when yes. the world shut down and it literally shut down, <laughs> yeah. it allowed every human being to do an inventory check on themselves. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't, you should have, <laughs> you know. Perfect opportunity, yeah. It, it was, and so um, I had already started working on the book before we were shut down. It just mm -hmm. allowed me to um, hone in on it faster yes. because I had nothing but time but get it done. I, I got it done faster than it would have been done. Um, otherwise, exactly. it, it wouldn't have gotten done to much later because I was mm -hmm. so busy, um, right. and so... I'm 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 appreciative for it. I really am, and now I'm ready to get back to normal life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. I, I published um, several books for a client over the pandemic, and mm -hmm. I don't think it would have happened quite as fast as it did if it were not for this time to to uh, just had a lot of time to do some things that we've been wanting to do. So I agree. I agree. Um, it was a very important lesson here with um, 
this pandemic, I, I think it was necessary. It, it was necessary, not necessary for people um, who transitioned from this side of life from it. I wouldn't say that because right. um, that's ugly, but it, it was necessary to pull our attention. Mm-hmm. It was necessary yeah. to pull our attention. And so it's like, okay, God, you got my attention. <laughs> uh, you got my attention. I, I, you got me. <laughs> so um, yeah. it's been a, it's been an experience, but um, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I, I'm mm-hmm. appreciative for the time I've been allowed yeah. to mm-hmm. complete a part of um, my journey. I think my favorite coffee shop has probably had to go get a loan since I haven't been able to go there. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's it's not been too bad. I'm pretty much a stay-at-home person, so it works out for me. But, you know, I feel bad for people that rely on employment, you know, outside of the home and cannot do remote work. Those are the people my heart really goes out to. But little by little, I think we're coming back together again. So it's a good thing, a real good thing. Did you write any for the pandemic? I agree. I did not. Um, what I did do, because my poetry was already done before the pandemic started, I was just focused on, um, you know, getting um, the book out. I was focused on getting the book out. And then I started to move into other things that I had pending. So I did not get a chance to write anything new. Okay. Well, you've got plenty going on. It sounds like you have your hands on a lot of different <laughs> projects. So. Absolutely. I do. And, and I'm starting to realize um, as well that I'm not an octopus. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I can only do what I can do um, at that time. But, you know, when you have so many things that you're good at and you want to explore all of them, you get excited and you just jump into it and before you know it you're overwhelmed with a lot because you're trying to do everything and so I've I've taught myself to be gentle with myself and take my time doing everything everything will come in its timing and so um I'm okay with that what I'm what I am doing I'm continuing to push the book to promote the book because I wasn't able to have an in-person um meet and greet and like a mini show like I did um, 12 years ago when I first did it, which was totally awesome. It was a really nice experience. I had a full house full of people and I didn't get to do that this time, but I did do a virtual um, book release that mm-hmm. turned out pretty good. It was different. It felt a little strange, but <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I did it. And and it's there. People can always go back to it and take a look at it if they like. And you know, I'm I'm currently now working on something to do this month for um, you know National Women's Month, and I want to do something you know to salute us as women um, for just really being um, the heart and and the backbone of this world because we wear so many hats and we mm-hmm. take on a lot. And we get it yeah. done. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm working on something now to salute us. That's great. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Busy, busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in between mothering. <laughs> you know, in between mothering. 
<laughs> and grandmothering. Whoa. Well, I get my breaks, so that's good. You know, <laughs> I do get my breaks, so it works for me. It works for me. Uh -huh. All right. Yeah. That's great. Well, would you like to read another poem for us? Sure. Let me... Um, I think I am going to do My Soul Needs Healing. Okay. And this was written um, for people that really go through things and they just need an outlet of healing. And so um, let me go ahead and get started with that. Okay. I'm struggling to find my inner peace. Something's got a hold on me. Time and time I pray, but the shackles around my soul wants to stay. I'm pleading with God to please set me free, but I'm already free. My imprisonment is me. See, when the spirit told me to go right, I went left and stumbled over some broken steps. With mixed emotions, dealing with life emotions, I'd chosen to recognize these uncomfortable feelings. Lord, my soul needs healing. Facing poverty in unnoticed communities because the government only acknowledges fortune as a dignified unity. My people suffer unfairly at times. Most of us want to make it past poverty lines. We're only taught so much through education. The rest is life tribulation. Show me a single parent that strives to stay afloat while looking down at that young child's eyes, holding on to hope. Someone understands exactly what I'm feeling. My soul needs healing. I can remember as far back as our grandparents' days when life wasn't so fair to them, yet they still made a way to let the sun shine on them. Oh, how I cradle the ungratefulness that these young people have, for they will never know a portion of our ancestors' past. Their minds are filled with electronics, and you wonder why they've created hooked on phonics. Their respect level is at an all-time low. Little young boys already calling little young girls bitches and whores. The father is either locked up Mama possibly messed up, which leaves a child forced to make it in a system already corrupt. It's too much going on to be chilling. Lord, have mercy. My soul needs healing. Divorce rate is at an all-time high. We have forgotten how to war cry. In the battle of our relationships, we throw in the towel and jump ship. Both persons have taken their respect for each other to a minimum and cry to an outside source to fulfill them. Your temporary toy can't fulfill you. See, once the thrill is gone, it's back to feeling alone. Fellas, remember the uniqueness about her that made you smile and why she carries your name along with your child. Ladies, honor that man for who he is. God didn't need your help to design him. Know your place and understand why you're his backbone. He is the head of his home. It's time to do away with misleading. Somebody, my soul needs healing. 
habitual liars, you must be sick. It's annoying to know you exist. To speak things that have no truth, something spiritually is wrong with you. I pray for your illness that you will overcome. Hopefully you're healed before you're outdone. Should I not cross paths again with you, my friend? I leave you in peace. God bless you then. The journeys have been good ones. Some will never have no ending. So until I transition to my heavenly father, my God, my soul needs healing. Thank you. Thank you. What a powerful, powerful poem. Thank There's you. There's a lot of lessons to be taken from that. Thank you so much. I can see that you have benefited from the um, raising, uh, as I understand your grandparents pretty mm -hmm. much raised you, and you benefited from those values um, that they must have instilled in your life, and what I, what I gather anyway. Um, you know, I think that having the wisdom of, of the elders does a lot to form who we are. Mm -hmm. I would have to agree with you there. Um, my child rearing days are definitely different from the way my children are being raised. Um, I incorporate some of the things that uh, was instilled in me as a child, but I also try to understand how their generation operates. Mm -hmm. I don't quite get their generation. <laughs> they are different. They are extremely different. <laughs> but uh, for the most part, I, I try to create a balance there because, yeah. you know, they don't know what uh, old school raisin is. And I tell mm -hmm. my kids all the time, you guys are being brought up in a tech savvy world. Uh, little simple things that you guys need to know you don't know. And so I come in and I show them that they don't always like it, but it's necessary because, um, you know, if you take tradition out of life, then what will you have? You know, mm -hmm. if you, and exactly. for example, um, everything with them is tech savvy, everything. And mm -hmm. we took a trip a few years ago to San Antonio to see the um, Lion King musical. And at that time, you know, we were warming up to the tech world with using a GPS and everything. Well, I come from the world where you use a key map or you wrote the directions down or you committed them to memory. There wasn't uh, GPS systems at that time. And so, um, I printed the directions out in the event that the GPS went down. And sure enough, the GPS went down. So had I not printed those directions out, I would have been put in a situation where I've had, where I would have had to stop and ask for directions in an unfamiliar place to me. And so I use that as an example to, to my kids to let them know. You cannot solely rely on technology. It's technology. It has the ability to uh, not work. And, and you have to understand that you have to use other alternatives in, in order to navigate life. And so um, I have to say that, you know, I, I come at them in that way so that they understand um, the beauty and traditions along with the beauty and having um, the, the latest 
uh, technology systems and so on. Yeah, it far better equips them for whatever happens in life for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I never realized how important because I was always so independent and you know learned how to change a tire and change many tires in my life and all of that. Oh wow, but that's good. Just, well, I was fine when I was younger, but <laughs> I now have AAA. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not gonna well there are some there. things about cars that i do know you know about <laughs> and you know sometimes um people are a little bit surprised when they do know that i know things about cars and i'm like you know my dad showed me some things my grandfather showed me some things and you know i i know stuff <laughs> i may not look <laughs> like it but i know stuff <laughs> Yeah, well, it's always good to have a few skills in our back pocket, right? Right, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, Michelle, it's been such a pleasure having you here today. Um, I Thank wonder you if so you'd like to take us out with one of your poems. Sure, I would definitely like to take everyone out. Um, and before, um, I'm, I'm going to use my inspirational poem. Um, okay. And that's, that's God is. Uh, All right, because, I love that. Yeah, we, we are really, the world has gone through a traumatic experience over the past. Mm -hmm. And we are continuing to experience some tragedies, um, even if it's not COVID related. We're still, right. Life is still happening, even without the help of COVID making things, you know, tragic. And so mm -hmm. um, God is was written in the uh in the bush era when the um it wasn't the pandemic it was um when we had when the stock market went down and we went through the recession i think mm -hmm. that was back in like 2008 9 somewhere in there and, and i wrote it then and so today it's still very relevant to what yes. we're going through and Absolutely. so i want to just encourage people that regardless of what it is that you are going through there's still a higher power that you can look to to help you uh spiritually grow and uh have your faith increased when you feel um down or disappointed about something and you want to give up there's still a higher power that you can go to you know to encourage you so let me go ahead and get started with uh, okay. God is. Wonderful. We are currently descending in a world where hope is no longer first, having to lean on a judicial system that puts the power of the mighty dollar first. Our families are struggling to maintain their households. It is no longer a color issue. It has now become a universal truth. We're being affected in many ways that is testing our faith and who to trust better when the load that we carry is officially a heavy weight. There is no trust in your superior because they are just doing their job. So if you miss a few steps, you'll be getting tagged to be dismissed by the corporate mob. Men and women having to go home and look their children or each other in the face wondering if the same place that they call home will be there from day to day our economic system has failed its crash dummies test 
simply because it is being controlled by W, which has caused us to become victims in this scandalous mess? Well, I'm here to confirm that God is hope in the time of trouble and there is no one else to turn to, especially when the people have no valid purpose, yet they still look down at you. God is merciful as the world continues to change, looking at CNN news, broadcasting another lost soul gone deranged. God is peace to a crying mother, praying for her child to overcome an addiction controlled by the influences of the wild. God is love to a soul that has no understanding to this definition due to his earthly parents selfishly not realizing the purpose of their position. God is honesty when humans lie to you. His word never said that all would do right by you. Does it appear as though I'm speaking to your soul? Well, keep listening to the story unfold. God is understanding to the human mind, poisoned by the non-reality of this lifetime. I'm looking at you and you're looking at me. We're both wondering on God's earth where we're supposed to be, pacing back and forth to make sure a critical decision is made right. Otherwise, if it becomes wrong, you could be laying your head on that concrete tonight. God is a father to the fatherless, apart from the good man, since the shame on you male chose not to take a stand. Be strong in your faith, even when the doors have closed. You are looking at the diary of this soul be told. From the possibilities to the sun dimming down at me, you and I are a part of this life's history. Now that I've delivered the message and I'm bringing it to the end, be hopeful in knowing that God is amazing, dear friend. But if you're still uncertain about life's pop quiz, then study no more. I've just given you a briefing of who God is. All right. Thank you. That, that is great. Wonderful. I really appreciate that. That's a powerful, powerful poem and very too on the point. I love it. Thank you. Love it. Thank, Thank you so, so much, much, Michelle, for coming on here today. Very much appreciate you. I do Thank have you the links. Thank you. I do have the links to all of your um, social media and your website in the show notes. So anybody wants to go in and check more out about you. Um, definitely recommend this book, Poetic Soul. I look forward to your memoir. What's, do you have a title for your memoir? Life Behind My Eyes. Oh, I like that. I mm -hmm. bet that'll have an interesting cover. <laughs> it will. <laughs> it definitely will. <laughs> okay, well, keep me posted. Yes, ma'am. And um, to everyone out there who is just getting to know me, Thank you for taking the time to get to know me. And please follow me on all of my social media platforms, which Ms. Lisa definitely has down in her show notes, um, because there, there are things coming down the pipeline for me. And um, I look forward to sharing all of my beautiful experiences with you in hopes that I can encourage you in some way to um, meet the best version of yourself as I am meeting the best version of myself. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful rest of your day. You too. Thank you.